the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, Our show is about savings. Our show is about building up wealth. Our show is about retiring. And uh, and in the world today, with record low interest rates set by the Federal Reserve, the lowest in history of the world, uh, you got to be on your game and you have to save much more money. Many retirement plans are in trouble because of the Federal Reserve. Many pensions are in trouble because of the Federal Reserve. Many uh, insurance companies are in trouble with the Federal Reserve because of the Federal Reserve's zero interest rate policy that they're now starting to unwind after basically eight years of uh, disastrous uh, returns for for uh, investors, particularly in fixed income. And, and it's it sort of worked out by they've been able to kite up asset prices in the stock market a little bit. But now going forward, the market is at record high levels uh, it, it, and, and bonds in June paid the low ten year bonds in June paid the lowest in the history of the United States, which means looking forward people aren't going to get the returns, which means young savers aren't going to have enough savings for retirement uh and, and so we've been writing about this we've been talking about this we've been writing about it in our max out savings report and, and you have to do something about this you have to understand the world we we live in today is it's much more difficult than what is in the past. Uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin said the most powerful thing in the world was the compounding, uh, the compounding of interest. Uh, in the Bible, it mentions interest. Uh, and uh, in the Bible, it mentions interest. And, and yet, here comes the Federal Reserve today and says, look, People shouldn't get interest. We're going to have a zero interest rate policy. And then the Europeans, quick to outdo our central bank, come up with the idea that there should be negative interest rates. So they contradict the Bible. They contradict 5,000 years of, of financial history. And it's ended badly. What a surprise. And, and and so the only place interest is not mentioned is in the Koran. Another surprise. You know, with our well, I won't even go there about Barack Obama, but I understand things are radically different in the world today. Uh, our our parents were able to sit back, invest money. If they did nothing, they got six or seven percent in the money market fund. That was a pretty good deal. And 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 now, uh, looking forward, we have record high stock prices. We have close to zero interest rates and we have a government that's in trouble. And so what you have to do, how do you get, how do you reconcile that? You have to understand, and we've been talking about this on the show here for a number of weeks now, the world is starting to rapidly change. And we, we've gone through eight years of it, it, probably a de- really a decade of nothing happening in the world. Uh, uh, as they tried to prop up the global economies, taking on more debt. China, China has added more debt to their economy since 2008 than the total banking system of the United States and Germany combined. How is this going to end well? Taking, loading up debt it has never been a way to prosperity. Uh, and yet, here we go, having this having a world where they tried to sit there and kind of figuring, hey, we can keep the economy going globally by running up debt levels. We have American corporations loading up on debt. Debt levels at American corporations are skyrocketing. 
What's going on? The corporations, the hire a CEO, he's there for three years. He figures, hey, he gets paid by the stock price. He figures, why don't I just take on a bunch of debt, buy back the company's stock, and uh, the stock price will go up. I'll hit my bonuses and I'll cash out. Look, it's not a bad idea. When I started in this business over 25 years ago, my mentor would sit there. He'd come up with these screens. He he actually invented some of the screening process for institutions. And, and he'd go, look, this company has – the company is selling at $20. It has $7 a share in cash and no debt, and it's trading at 10 times earnings, and, 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 and it's growing at 12 15% a year. They should buy back stock. And it's like, yeah, this is a no-brainer. They can use their cash. They can buy in the stock at 10 times earnings. They're growing at 13, 15 times earnings. And then half of their, a third of their, a quarter of their stock value is in is in cash. So that their real PE is actually closer to seven and a half. This is a brilliant thing to do. Now we have these fools on Wall Street taking companies with very high levels of debt, buying the stock back at 20 times earnings, and the company's growing at 7, 7% a year. How does this make any sense at all? And the answer is it really doesn't unless you're the CEO and you're trying to cash out before the whole thing blows up. And so you've got to protect yourself. You've got to buy higher quality assets. You've got to be at different, different asset classes. And you have to have higher levels of cash because – this is all going to end badly in the question, just how does it all come about? It, it, and that, that is the world. And so you have to save more money. You have to save at least 10%. Longtime listeners of the Max Out Savings Show, we've been on for over a decade. We started this show. The savings rate was close to zero. We said, look, the research shows you have to save 13.5%. So what we do is we say, look, take a look at your savings. Figure how much you're saving. We say 10%. You said, well, Ted, you said 13, but 10% plus the company match. Typically, the company matches are about 13, 3%. It gets you close to it. Some are, some are 2, some are 7%. It just depends. And so it gets you pretty close to where you be. The 13.5% is a result of running Monte Carlo simulations of all types of different markets. Stocks go up, stocks go down, bonds go up, bonds go down, stocks go up, bonds go all, all those things. And this is kind of what they were able to figure out we could do. Now the 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 problem is is that was in a in a seven eight percent world and no one counted on a Federal Reserve uh, taking rates to zero. No one ever thought that that was possible. But I think I think that's changing. So what you have to understand is you're going to have to save more money. Uh, right now, we got a tremendous amount of uncertainty out there. It, we have a very expensive stock market. We have a very expensive bond market. Three months to four months ago, we had the lowest rates in history. When I started out in this business, the 10-year Treasury bond was over 10%, 12 11%. And uh, it was pretty good. It went down to 1.33% in June. Now, hey, maybe it goes to zero, but if I'm looking between 13 and zero and I'm at one3 I'm pretty sure what the next direction is going to be over the next couple of years, and that's going to be higher. And so so understand, now's the time we're moving longer rates back to shorter term. We're moving to cash. We've got an election coming up with a tremendous amount of uncertainty in the world today. And uh, it, it, this is a game changer. It, it, and so understand the world is rapidly changing. The Fed has realized zero interest rates is a failure. Negative interest rates is a failure. They're moving off the policy. We've got a, a new president coming up. The world is going to rapidly change. And so we're, we're going to be talking some about that. Tell you what, let's take a call from uh, Lynn. Lynn, you there? To 713-339-1070. Uh, good morning, Ted. Morning. Yeah, no, I was just wondering what your view was on this GDP report on Friday. Uh, it, 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 I don't know how they could come across these numbers and it show that it was good. Uh, this is just more uh, manipulation. Don't, would you agree? I mean, how, how could the GDP be doing well? 
Well, it was two, two okay, it's it basically three things. Number one, you knew we were going to get a good GDP number because it's before a presidential election, and most governments, they'll always spend more right up before the election, so everybody thinks the economy is good. But interesting, if you look at this number, I think it's about 1.2% of that uh, the 2.9% GDP growth for the third quarter. This is unbelievable. came from soybean exports, an increase in soybean exports. And I, I think one of the countries decided to import a bunch more soybeans. And then the, and, and then there was another, I want to say 0.7% or something was in, uh, inventories increase, which quite frankly is not a good sign because that means consumers weren't really spending. Business investments in the consumers weren't that good. You take away soybeans and inventory growth, and you're probably looking at about a uh, a 1% growth rate. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh Ted, when are people going to get wise up and, and 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 understand that this is just complete manipulation and lying by this government? I I I I I, I don't know why people just is it the fact that people just don't understand or what 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 this is crazy? Yeah, they, just, they just continue on and be, everything seems to be hunky dory, right? Yeah, no, I mean the whole thing is is pretty bizarre. Uh, look, I think they're starting to get it. I, I really think people understand this. I mean, if you look at the numbers, this is Donald Trump hasn't convinced everybody that that the whole system is rigged. It's really been people have been feeling that way for a while, and and so I I think uh-huh. what, what we're dealing with is they're starting to see it, and it, it, the manipulation this time has just been extraordinary. Uh, if you look at if you look at the the, the Donald's uh, poll numbers, they've been going up for about a week. Uh, in and and I think they're going to continue to accelerate. And, and I think they're starting to get it. I think people are really waking up to the fact. I mean, look, I think a lot of people out there think like you do, and then they're kind of like, you know, am I the only one to see this? And then they're kind of afraid to say anything. Like this looks kind of rigged. Yeah. But but once everyone starts saying it, it sort of becomes like the emperor's wearing no clothes, and no one really wanted to say anything. And and I I really think. I, I really have a theory that you can't put anything over on the American people. They're an incredibly bright group of people. And, and and so oftentimes when people say something like Donald Trump is saying the system is rigged and this is all manipulated, people think Donald's out there convincing the American people. Now, they've kind of suspected this the whole time. Donald just gives them the courage to stand up and say something. Yeah, well, I think that he's going to do better than people think. Uh, I just have that feeling. That's uh, good. Momentum is picking up. Uh, it, it, it's just it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, last question, real quick. Um, we talked about this before, but I wanted to see uh, your latest opinion. Uh, what what short term bond duration level are you comfortable with right now, going into this election? Uh, for safe money. Look, I, I think you really have to have. I think you really have to have a. Uh, a, uh, a much uh, you got to really pull your bonds in right here. Although I, I will say this, uh, we're going to be talking this a little later in the show. Uh, <laughs> when the when that information came out on Hillary Clinton, uh, I, I've been studying some of the trading uh, with a, uh, right after that happened in the in the in the Treasury. The yields dropped off. Look, I I think you I think rates are going up. I think the Fed is serious about the rates going up. I think if Donald Trump wins, it's going to push. They're going to have to push up rates anyway. I, I think inflation. You're starting to see some signs of inflation out there as well. I think you really have to be out of the longer term stuff. Now, Lynn, if we get a big sell off, can bonds go back down? Yields go back down again? Yes, absolutely. But I think we're near to the end. Remember, thirteen percent, thirteen fourteen percent on the ten year, nineteen eighties, early eighties, one point three in June. We're coming to the end of this run. I agree. Do you think then that the bond market turnaround on Monday, as a result of the news on on Clinton, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, I, I noticed that the, the bond yields moved down long. The long term bond yields moved down. Was that a reaction that maybe Trump, Trump's going to do better than people thought, and that or? Uh, or was it just the fact that maybe December rate hikes is off the table now, or 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 uh, less? 
Oh no, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't think that the that the rate hike is off the table at all. Okay. Uh, and and Lynn, I'm going to drop you off uh, because okay. I've got to work on this uh, headphone a little bit. But uh, I don't think the rate hike is off at all. Uh, looking out the. Uh, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of feedback on that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're okay. we're good now. Uh, I, I, I and, and, but I think what's happening is I think I think it's starting to shift uh, in this market, and and I think that people are are detecting. I uh, and, and so huh. I think you're going to see if the market sells off, the inclination is going to be to run to the to the to the rates. Rates are going to go down, but this should be the last time. We always appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lynn. Appreciate it. Uh, look, I mean, looking out at, at, at the markets in here, the this information about Hillary came out, and it, it came out around twelve o'clock. I happened to be looking. I looked over my screen, and the market was up like sixty points, and all of a sudden it was down. I'm like, whoa, what just happened here? And and so I, I, you know, I, I kicked all over the place trying to find something, and then all of a sudden, I, I, I we, we get a flash that uh, that FBI Director Comey's reopening the investigation on the Hillary emails. <coughs> this is a huge story, I believe. Uh, and so that at twelve o'clock, this news broke, and the the market started plunging right away. And looking over at some of the some of the things here, uh, it, it looks like it really it fell about 150 points right away. Uh, within the hour, it went down 150 points. Uh, if you look at the uh, at gold, gold went up about 14 dollars within an hour. If you look at uh, the dollar, the dollar fell. Started falling twelve o'clock. Boom! It's like it went off a cliff, and uh, about a half a percent. And and if you look at the uh, what are where, where are my notes here? If you look at the, the treasuries, rates went down some. I don't have that one here, but it, rates dropped some as well on treasuries. It, and really, what what this is saying is, uh, to what? Let's take a break, and we will go over this. We're, we're kind of a little over on the time in the break. Uh, if you get any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. This is very educational here. I want you to understand the market in that little time frame show, get, showed its hand of what's going to happen next. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. We create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka.
Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas, as always. One of Houston's top radio, financial radio shows. Uh, you can call us 713-339-1070. Also, go to the MaxOutSavings.com website. Sign up for that free Max Out Savings report. I tell you, we have a call coming in from Carl. Is that right, Carl? Carl Good you, morning. Morning. Morning, Ted. Um, I think uh, probably you... Being here in Houston, uh, Exxon Mobil came out with their results yesterday, and I guess based on the uh, replacement costs that they said that uh, they might have to take 19% of their reserves off the uh, balance sheet. For those of us that hold Exxon forever, what do you think of that, and what do you think we're going to see if that happens? I I think it's already priced in. Look, I think a lot of guys out there are kind of in the same way. Uh, where they have potential reserves that they're not sure are good or not. And, and uh, if oil goes up to $60, $65, those reserves will be good. Uh, the, 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 I would be concerned, but uh, Exxon has a higher higher expected internal rate of return on their projects than most all of the other big oil companies. Their bar to get into a project is much higher than other people, which means they have to make more money and they want lower cost. So if 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 they have to write off a bunch of stuff, you, you know, the other guys are going to be probably in there ahead of them. Uh, I, I'm not too concerned about that. The earnings were a little underneath expectations, but their their earnings are being cushioned to some extent by by the refining and chemical business they have, the downstream stuff, which which is still does pretty well. And with the, with the, with the rec, record low natural gas prices in the United States, it's, it's a pretty good place to be. So I'm pretty comfortable with Exxon. My concern, this is my my gut feel on 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 the oil companies here is. I think they're at the top of their range right now. I think they sort of sell down. Everybody's kind of rushed back into them. But if you look at these earnings numbers on all these guys, they're way down and and they're selling at a pretty good, a pretty high clip. And if, if, if oil just stays at $50, $55, it's hard to justify the, this stock prices. Okay, thank you. And uh, one other comment. I had called you in early August, and I yeah. hate to be the naysayer, but I, I said that I thought that at that time Hillary Clinton would get around 320 electoral votes and uh, just based on the West and the Northeast. Sorry, I still don't see that changing, but I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Lynn, that's uh, look, I, I, I tell you what, I really think uh, I, I think you might be wrong. Let's see. We're, we're coming up. But the, I think the, the momentum is shifting to Donald Trump. It, 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 and, and I think it's re- regardless of what these FBI things came out with, I think they're really shifting to him. But I, I tell you what, I've never seen anything like this. With I, I've been almost convinced several times that Hillary's going to just sweep it. it but it, then I, when I sit back and really look at it and really see, hey, what are really digging into it and really I think Trump's going to win. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to 10 days from now when we don't have to think about it anymore. I know, Collins. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks. You know, I tell you what, I mean, we are pretty much I, – I saw the uh, some of the covers of the – I think it was the New York Post, the, I think it was this morning, and it, it reads something like out of Playboy magazine, and uh, – it, 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 this is just unbelievable. The United States is, is literally the laughing stock of the entire world. It, and the real problem with that is that as much as all our enemies hate us, they've always respected us. I mean, I think deep down they all have respected us, and we're looking pretty stupid uh, in this entire endeavor. And uh, you know, you just have to hope that things are going to work out for the best. Uh, I. I you know, I, I contend. I th- I've been saying I think Donald Trump is going to win. It, the polls have been narrowing up. I I, I think it was. Uh, oh, I think this is really a horse race right now. I thought it was a horse race Thursday morning, uh, and uh, and and even uh, uh, in the in the polls are moving up to Trump. I think I I don't believe I didn't I don't for a second believe those numbers that that Hillary was ahead by 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 twelve points or ten points. I mean that was completely absurd. Uh, this is a horse race now. Uh, I believe Donald Trump is ahead right now after these FBI things, which have got to be. Look, my opinion for the FBI director to come out 
the, the I mean, the, the week before the election on this, I got to believe if this was just pretty much the same stuff as they had before, I just don't believe he would sit there and, and, and announce this. Uh, I think he thinks there's got to be something there. Uh, and uh, I, I think there's other stuff coming out. Uh, I, I believe this is a revolution in many ways. I think the American people are really fed up with business uh, as usual in 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 Washington D.C. If you really sit and look at it, six of the recently six of the top wealthiest ten counties in the United States of America surround Washington D.C. <laughs> For the last two hundred years, that's never been the case, and all of a sudden. In the last ten or ten years, it's all gone that way. In, and you got to ask yourself what happened. And and what happened is is we have enormous numbers of people that have become immensely wealthy around Washington D.C., trading off of the government, lobbying for the government, uh, fighting the government's wars. They've gotten rich on government on on wars around the world. We've sent our kids over to Iraq and Afghanistan, and some of them haven't come back in these ridiculous wars. And, and we've got large numbers of people around Washington, D.C. getting very rich off of the backs of the American people. And, it, and I think the American people are fed up with it. I, I genuinely believe we should have a government that, that watches out for the working people of the United States of America. I believe they are the core of the United States of America. They do the work. They pay the taxes. They carry the load. And they're the last people that they're at the back of the line when it comes to what the government's looking out for. They look out for every special interest group out there, rich and poor, and and, and the working people in this country, the people that worry about their children, they worry about their grandchildren's future, they, you know, and they work two jobs to support their family. They work two jobs to get their kids through school. They get nothing, and the rest of these people sit there and take advantage of the United States of America. And I think it's time it comes to an end, and I believe uh, that Donald Trump is going to put a stop to it. I, and I know I, t- I talk to a lot of people on this, and I'm not happy with how Donald Trump has acted, but Donald Trump is more of a developer. He's got to pull everyone together. You know, he's got to make threats, do this, do that. Then he pulls them together, and then he builds a gigantic building. And you can't – if Donald Trump is completely as unstable as everybody claims he is, you don't get 50, 60-story buildings put up, 80-story, particularly in Manhattan, you know. I mean, that is like uh, the, the only place tougher to do business is between the Israelis and the Palestinians than New York City. And Donald Trump seems to be able to thrive in that environment. And, and so I, I do believe uh, – and, and, and one of the things that surprised me about the election is if you look at, at, at the support for different candidates and, in different groups – the the religious, the evangelicals are big, huge supporters of Donald Trump. The conservatives are. The people that don't seem to be the supporters of Donald Trump appear to be the, the, the quote, moderates in the Republican Party, the Rodney Kings of the Republican Party. Why can't we all get along? It's, I, it, you know, I sent one of them an email the other day like, you know, you guys want everyone to get along and everything. It seems like as long as it's a moderate person that's your guy, you'll get along with everybody, but then if it's anyone else, you don't want anything to do with them. And, and some of the most hypocritical people I've ever seen appear to be the establishment moderates of the Republican Party. And, and uh, you know, it, it's it's been just remarkable. And, and the conservatives have backed Donald Trump. And, and look, if you're conservative, you've got to understand Donald Trump is one of the least conservative people we've run in since Harry Truman. And, but, the American people believe he's going to do a good job for our country. I think he is. I think he's going to win. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, again, this thing is just, uh, you know, unlike I, – I think you really have to go back to the 1800s to really see political deals like this. Uh, there, there's been some real, you know, real winners in the past on, on politics. Uh, this is like Louisiana politics. So, you know, a lot of people in – in Houston, y'all moved over from Louisiana. You know, they're, they're, they, they've seen this stuff before, but the country hasn't really seen the Louisiana politics. I mean, it, you know, uh, Bill Clinton was, has always been the, the reincarnation of, for all practical purposes, of Huey P. Long. And, and so, uh, but anyway, it is what it is. This is what we're happening. Now, what happened? Okay. All of a sudden, the, the, it came out that, uh, 
the FBI was reopening the investigation of Hillary Clinton. What happened? Well, came out at 12 o'clock. The market plunged 150 points. Gold went up $14. The dollar started going down. Okay, that's a window to what's going to happen when Donald Trump becomes president. Uh, I was absolutely stunned. I've been around this market for a long time. I was in the market in the crash of 87. Our clients were out because we actually thought the market was going to crash because of portfolio insurance, which is exactly what happened. I got lucky. My mentor predicted it, and I just happened to listen to every word the guy said, and, and so we were very fortunate. I picked up a lot from him because of that, and, and uh, but I've seen a lot. And, and for the market to be down eight points at the end of the day when that information came out, I was stunned. Gold was down big. Uh, dollar was uh, was down big, but it's it was really the Dow, and, and, and they really appear to be trying to hold the market up, hold it up in here, so everybody thinks that Hillary's going to win, and, and I just could not believe it was only down eight points. That was a massive game changer, the FBI reopening an investigation a week before the election. Nobody does that. I mean, you just don't do that. I mean, it's and, and they did it, so there's got to be something there, and, and so, so if... If Hillary Clinton wins, expect the market to go up or probably stay the same because I believe they're holding it up. Uh, Donald Trump wins. I think you're looking at a sell-off in the market. I think you're looking at a surge in gold. I think you're looking at a drop in the dollar. And, and, I, think you, and I think eventually they're going to have to push interest rates higher to stabilize the dollar because I, I believe a lot of the, of the c- countries and institutions are, around the world are going to panic to some extent. They'll be mistaken, but they will panic near term. So let's take a call from Steve. Hello, Steve. How are you today? Good, thank you. Um, Our Republican establishment in the form of, like, Romney uh, are saying that they don't trust Trump. They they call him a fraud, a phony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think that – let me pose a a theory. I think Trump is just the first in the family. I'm pretty sure, based on what we've seen with his at least – three of his adult children, uh, that they're very articulate, they're very savvy, uh, they look good, they're young, uh, that he's probably going to be paving the way for them. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that he's going to, to lie, he's going to not cheat, he's not going to turn on the American uh, populace because he wants them to follow him. Yeah, look, no, I think that's a, look, I, I think, I think he's, if you really look how he's, He's a fundamentally decent person. If you really sit down and you talk to people around that do business with – I was listening to, I think, Wilbur Ross and, and, and Carl Icahn were on the other side of the table from him when he was in bankruptcy. And, I mean, the, the, you know, they were losing money in the deals, and he said, you know, he's stuck to his word on stuff, and a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. Well, I think the establishment's wrong. I, I, I wish they'd see the light before uh, next – what is it, Tuesday? They're starting to. They're really starting to. You're starting to see it. Great. Thanks for your show, sir. Okay, thank you, Steve. Good, good comment. Look, I mean, I think that's the you know you look at Romney. Romney was as good a, a guy as a decent individual as we've we've run for president. And uh, he, a very stand up guy, very honorable person, had a brilliant track record in everything he did. And they made Don, they made uh, Romney seem like he was some type of of you know maniac out there that. That that was you know putting together binders of women to to you know he says I'm I'm moving women up in my group I'm I've got group lists I want to put in and stuff and they made it sound like he was you know assembling some type of I don't know what and every time the guy said anything at all they made him sound like this evil person and it, nothing in that guy's you put that guy up against anybody and he comes out ahead and yet the press made him sound like something and one of the people I think one of the things a lot of people really don't understand particularly the moderates out there is whoever if we put Mother Teresa up to run if she was still alive uh, to run for president of the United States the media would make her sound like you know, I don't know what by the time they were done. Whoever we put up, the media is going to attack. Mercy. I mean, they're just it, it, the, 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 the biggest loser. Whoever wins or loses this race, the bigger loser, biggest loser isn't going to be the Republican, the Democrats, Trump or Hillary. It, it's going to be the media. The media has completely shattered any 
bit of a reputation they've ever had. I, I don't think the American people have ever seen anything like this. So they're the big losers on this. And uh, now we'll be back when we we'll talking some more about what's going to happen next uh, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you got a, a 401k plan or an old pension, uh, there, there's a couple, there's basically five things you can do. If you have a pension, you either can take your pension when you hit 65 or whatever the time frame is, or take a lump sum and roll it over. If you have a 401k plan, you have basically five choices. You can leave it at your old company. You can move it to the new company. You can take cash out and just go spend it. Not a good idea. Uh, you can roll it over into an, uh, uh, an IRA rollover, have someone manage it, or you can annuitize it. And four of those choices are, are reasonable. Taking it out is never a good idea. Look, particularly, there's a lot of people that are between jobs right now, and it's very difficult, and you want to try to minimize taking money out of your plan. You're going to pay ordinary income tax plus a 10% penalty on top of it. So it is really very detrimental to your savings, and it's so hard to rebuild those savings up. You're better off living like uh, a monk and not taking the money out between the jobs. You know, once you, you'll get a new job, things will get better, and then you'll be back on track. And, and so whatever you can do, try not to take the money out. I mean, just, you know, don't go out to eat, don't spend money, but, you know, do everything you can besides taking the money out because you're going to get hit with big tax penalties and it's so hard to rebuild that money back up. So really cut back your expenses. But one of the things we're seeing out there is there's something called the Department of Labor Law and the, it, it, the rules that have come out. And this is this is the Obama administration going around Congress and trying to set a bunch of rules themselves. And, and uh, you know, I was reading an op-ed that Jeb Henserling, chairman of the Financial Services Committee, put out about what they do for like to do with Congress going forward. They want to get control of the budget again, and they really want to get control of the rulemaking that that so Congress has always put together the rules, and the the administration administered the rules. And what's happened, particularly with the Obama administration, it was happening to some extent with the Bush administration, is they're starting to come up with these rules and promulgate them, them make up the rules as they go when they really it wasn't their area. And and so the Department of Labor came up with this and said, look, since it's retirement plans, this is our area, so we're going to start mandating what everybody does. So they issued the new Department of Labor fiduciary rules. They're having massive ramifications all over the place. This is an incredible game changer for for the retirement business. A lot of people, well, Merrill Lynch is saying, if you have an IRA with us, we're not going to charge you commission. You're going to have to start paying fees going forward. Uh, some of the, I think it was Allstate, is not going to let their insurance people sell annuities or something along those lines. A lot of people are forbidding the sale of annuities because they're such high costs now. Uh, everything is going to be looked at as the lowest possible fee possible. Uh, 
And what one of the things that's unexpected out of this is is that I, I, I think corporations now have made the decision, if you're no longer with the company, I think they really don't want you there anymore. I think that with these all these rules and regulations, Department of Labor, uh, Sarbanes-Ockley, it's it, it, uh, not just Sarbanes-Ockley, but that, that's an older one. But if, if you look at, uh, at uh, Frank and Dodd, Dodd and Frank rules, they're becoming really, it's just too much risk to have non-employees in your plans anymore, and they're trying to get rid of them. So in the past, you could call up the old company and say, oh, hey, Ted, how's it going? Most of these things, they've farmed them out to people like Fidelity, who don't know who the heck you are, and, and all they care about is you got money. And but but the but the companies now really don't want you anymore. Based on what I'm seeing from letters and talking to people in the last couple three or four months, we're getting a, a lot of people moving their old plans over in to us. In and it really seems like these companies just really don't want you anymore. And so I think you really, based on these new rules that have come out that that the government in the last year or so, I think it's increasingly clear that companies don't want ex-employees around anymore. And so you have to understand that. And, and you know, whether you decide to take your pension or take an annuity or roll it over or just take your IRA and roll it over or not, it, it, you need to look at all the things. But understand that it's not like it was in the past. The, the new rules and regulations, you're not as welcome over there as you once were. I mean, this might be controversial for a lot of people, but I, I genuinely believe this is what we're seeing out there. And so if you've got old plans, Put them together with, you know, put them all in one place and, and consolidate them because it's not, you know, I've always tried to take when I talk to people, you know, I give them kind of the pros and cons. What do you want to do? Would you like to, you know, to take your pension or roll it over? I, To me, it's not a huge deal uh, whether they want to or, you know, I, it, 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 and so I, I, we've not really always just pushed people to go in, in, in one direction. And, and, I, and I think it's. I think that's it's becoming increasingly clear these companies don't want you around because of these rules and it's very sad it's these rules the government is coming up with that's leading to this it's completely changing the the, the business these big a lot of these big accounts at Merrill Lynch were big IRAs that you had older people that just didn't trade very much and every, every once in a while they'd make a trade and do something you know with the broker and really the fees were pretty small in those accounts and now Merrill Lynch is saying, look, we're not going to deal with this. You're going to have to pay a fee because we just don't want the risk. And I think if you analyze the majority of those IRA accounts, you'd find that those brokers were probably really prudent. And actually, most of them were probably much lower fees than people thought than than, than even they were paying. But but understand the government is making it very difficult to manage money going forward. Uh, and, and so you need to consolidate your plans into one thing because the bigger, the more you have in it, typically you, the, 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 if you're in smaller plans, the fees tend to be higher. Yeah, and that's one of the dangers. But, you know, take a look at everything, but understand it's not like it was five or 10 years ago. And understand increasingly companies are pushing these off to people like Fidelity. They don't want anything to do with you. And it's important to get with people you know and you trust. Uh, the, what else? you know i wanted to touch base with that the uh oh we had a question last week about the uh, about giving in an in and an out of money directly out of an ira and i was actually talking to some people and uh, giving some money to the church and stuff and you can actually if you're 70 and a half you can give money directly from your ira and and give it to your church or your your school or whatever and and it's the same as if you took it out of the IRA, if you're over 70 and a half and gave it to the to the school. But the difference is if you direct them to do it right directly from the IRA, so the check comes from the IRA to the school or to the church, then it doesn't go on your adjusted gross income. And, with, and so this won't affect your Social Security taxation and other special deductions that you might get. Something to look at. So, that, so someone asked me, does this count as your as your RMD? And the answer is yes. So if you make the charitable contribution if uh in directly from your IRA to the to the to the uh charity that counts as part of your RMD. So that I, I wanted to get that out as well. Uh coming up in the last segment if you got any questions or comments 713-339-1070. Um the 
If you haven't gone to the website and signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, I'm going to try to put out another report this week. I put one out last week. I really I feel like I've got to really give an update of what's happening with this election. It's moving so quickly. Uh, the You can sign up for the free report by just going to the website. It is free. Just give us your email address, your name. We'll stick it in the file. We don't call you up. We don't bother you. Uh, it's you simply the only thing we might do is if we do a seminar, we might send out a thing. We didn't, haven't even sent one out all year saying we're going to have a seminar or something, and that's it. We don't bother you. It's free. If you need help with your uh, if your retirement, your your IRA rollover, whatever you need help, uh, you can also come talk to me at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We tend to buy individual stocks and bonds. Uh, some mutual funds, ETFs, and put together a, a risk-adjusted portfolio. We really try to take a really hard look at risk. And, and, and right now, we got a lot of cash in the sidelines and really worried about this market. Uh, earlier in the show, we were talking some about what's going to happen if Hillary gets in or Trump gets in. Uh, a couple couple things that are starting to come out. Uh, infrastructure is going to be a winner if Hillary gets in or if Trump gets in. Uh, if uh, if Hillary gets in, the drug companies aren't going to be the place to be. It's going to be tech companies. It's going to be new age, new energy uh, companies, those type of things, and also your infrastructure companies. It, it, and the market probably goes up initially with Hillary comes in, but I th- the tremendous danger of, of tax increases could hurt the market with Hillary Clinton. If Donald Trump gets in, you're, then you're looking at a sell-off in the market, you're looking at gold going up. You're looking at the dollar falling. Uh, infrastructure stocks will do well. Uh, I think medical stocks will do well, but I think he's going to get tough on, on drugs too because this is a big monetary thing. Oil company stocks will do well. Coal stocks will do well. Regular energy. Manufacturing stocks. I mean, they're gonna, uh, if they're manufacturing in the U.S., they're going to get tougher. I think over the long term, Donald Trump is much better for the economy. Look, understand this populism that's happening in the United States, this pushback on free trade. This is not Donald Trump. This is happening all over the world. It's happened in, in the Brexit vote where they were just fed up with, with the unlimited immigration. They're fed up with the ridiculous rules and regulations coming out of the EU affecting everything they did in Britain, and they rejected it. They, they rejected this. They're, they're having to revote in Austria. This is happening everywhere in the world. People are fed up with this globalization and elite group of people meeting in Davos and Washington, D.C., and the corridors between Washington, New York, Boston, elite corridors, telling everyone in the country how to live their lives, lecturing them while they're making tens of millions of dollars for themselves, and then telling everyone else that they need to be driving around in a little bitty car and uh, and not flying an airplane while these people are flying around on private jets. I mean, people are fed up with this stuff. This is a global phenomenon. We we For the last eight years, this is important, for the last eight years, this this asset market, the stock market has floated up on, on a ridiculous amount of Federal Reserve money printing. It's endangering of spiraling out of control on us now. The, the, in, in, in Europe, it's negative interest rates. This has failed to create jobs globally. It's kited up asset prices. Going forward, we have two choices. We can go down the path of the Federal Reserve where we print money forever and hope it works. There's no, we all know where that's going to end, and it's going to end very badly for the American people. Or we can start engaging in in infrastructure spending, re- restructuring the economy, fair trade, fair trade to stand up to these people that are taking advantage of us, deregulation and lower taxes to grow the economy. This has worked time and time and time again. It's the reason the United States of America is the greatest country in the earth, bar none. And this idea that we can have a centrally planned economy by central bankers is absurd. It's failing everywhere in the world. This doesn't – this is going to ha- – the U.S. has to do this, the Europeans have to do this, and the Chinese have to do it. They all have to restructure their economy. In the United States, we, we've we relied on central bankers flooding the system with money. In China, they, they've relied on ridiculous amounts of infrastructure spending to try to hold the economy up. In both cases, the two biggest economies in the world that's starting to fail, and Europe is just – Europe is just – they think they can just regulate their way to paradise – in, in actually, so in all three cases, it's failing. We have to go back to the garden, which is low taxes, low regulation, uh, people working, building up economies, fair trade, and building 
companies, plants, R&D in creating jobs. That's what builds economies, not stock prices on Wall Street. And this is going to lead to a dislocation of asset prices. And it's coming up, and it's coming up pretty quickly. And you better have your guard up. So if you need some help, just go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And you can sign up for our free report if you need help. You can also I will sit down with you and go over your financial situation. I'd like to help you out. We do this show to help people out. We write the newsletter have a lot of savings tips, common 401k tips, all types of ideas uh, in the reports to help you out. So just go to the website and, and sign up. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the basic program. Right now, look, we got the election coming up. It's basically one week away for all practical persons. Uh, you know, not this Tuesday coming up, but the Tuesday afterwards. The way I read it is Donald Trump is, is gaining ground. I think he continues to gain gra- ground. I think this is a revolutionary changing after the initial panic by the establishment. I think it will be very bu- be viewed as very bullish for the United States of America. Now, between now and then, nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, I did come across – I did come across uh, – it was in the Financial Times. Where was that? Uh, some comment where – Donald Trump made some remark about about Hillary about Hillary Clinton, and he and they better take a look at Uma and uh, Weiner was going to sit there and, and be singing like a canary or something along those lines. In Donald Trump's tweet, the interesting thing: the tweet came out a year ago. A year ago, Donald Trump was able to tweet about. Uma and Anthony Weiner's emails, and they had a bunch of stuff over there, and yet somehow the FBI couldn't find out about it till they raided his his thing. So, so uh, the reason I say that is, well, here it is, right here. Huma Abedin, the top aide to Hillary Clinton and wife of a major perv, Anthony Weiner, is a major security risk as a collector of info. Donald Trump tweeted that out a year ago, yet no one was able to find out about it until just seven days or until a week before the election. Uh, I say this simply because anything can happen. Uh, It should be interesting. uh, But I I think uh, hopefully the American people will win on this. Uh, And I I think if we can get Trump in there, it'll be very bullish for the U.S. economy over the longer term. Near term, it's going to be tough. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And we'll see you next week. Remember our motto and philosophy. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the key to building up wealth over the long term. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.